0: Having troubles with adulting? Overwhelmed by what adults have on their plate?
1: Stay tuned as Javia and Malvika bring you beginner guides to start solving some of those pesky adult problems. Hi everyone, you're listening to Radio Pulse, the sound of NUS. And this is Hashtag Adulting. On this episode, we'll be talking about healthy living. So firstly, let's talk about why it's hard to maintain a healthy lifestyle. What do you think? Why, why do youth today find it so difficult to, you know, eat three meals, rest adequately and exercise regularly?
0: I think it's definitely hard to exercise regularly nowadays because we are all so busy. As mentioned in the previous episode, we are all hustling and with the hustle right now, I think it's hard for us to actually find time to exercise or work out. Because usually I know that exercising sometimes is simple and maybe we can share more about it like later on, but I think more of like the barrier to even get started sometimes like, oh, I'm so lazy. I'll just procrastinate then you end up never ever doing it. I mean, don't know whether you feel about it that way.
1: Yeah, definitely. And I think even with food, like healthy eating, I think it's so convenient these days to just pick up a McDonald's or a Burger King on the way home. It's cheap, it's accessible. It's pretty much at every MRT station as well. So I think there's that inertia of, you know, the extra effort of coming home and preparing a meal. And that's why so many of us just resort to the convenience of fast food, just like exercising.
0: I would agree with it but at the same time we need to figure out that actually not only just fast food is unhealthy but sometimes the food we buy at the hawker centres are also unhealthy because they add a lot of oil and, every- and all the unhealthy stuff.
1: Yeah, Yeah, I agree. So, um, maybe we can talk about, you know, what are the three main things that encompasses a healthy lifestyle. So, for me, I think, it, like I mentioned in the intro, I think it's healthy eating, regular exercise, and adequate sleep. So, um, why do you think it's important to eat healthily?
0: I mean, uh, definitely eating healthy is definitely a crucial part of healthy living. Because uh, what you eat, for example, if you eat too oily or too much sugar, too much sugar can easily lead to, lead to diabetes. And it's, it's an increased health risk and increased risk of like illnesses. So if we eat healthy, we have a lesser chance to forsake and then get like um, debilitating uh, conditions.
1: Yeah, I agree with that. I think just eating healthy every day keeps your energy levels up and then I think it also makes you feel better on a day-to-day basis as well because you have the energy to do all your tasks and um, I don't know about you but personally I feel very very unhealthy when I consume food that isn't that doesn't contain vegetables or is just all meat or, and things like that. Like I, I don't I don't feel very healthy eating a McDonald's and I regret it later. So I think not just physical well being, but it does contribute to you feeling better on the whole as well.
0: Uh, for me, I don't really feel so. I think I often eat uh, meals without vegetables. So like McDonald's, there's no vegetables your normal for example yakiniko which is i which i love i love eating yakiniko but there's also no vegetable there usually i mean you go there for the meat you don't go there to order the vegetables right
1: uh, yeah but i think to each their own
0: well, one thing about sleep that i really wanted to mention was that oh my god i really need my eight hours of sleep every single day to even <laughs> function
1: Yeah, I know a lot of people these days sacrifice a lot on their sleep just to get in extra hours in the day. But I think for me as well, I just can't go without eight hours of sleep. I have a very fixed sleep schedule, which I can't afford to mess up because it'll leak into my day. And then after that, I just can't function during the next day.
0: Yeah, I see. So I was talking to this with my friend. So me and my friend did a show yesterday and... Before, we were both surviving on like very little amount of sleep. So my friend, I think, slept for like five hours only. While well, I slept for three hours the day before. So when we were, we were doing our show, we were like, we feel like we are drunk before because we couldn't think properly. We couldn't pronounce properly. And yeah. we were definitely very high
1: yeah same i I think there's a that's something that's very unique to certain people because i know certain people who can just go days on end without rest which is definitely not healthy and even if you can you shouldn't be doing it but um yeah i i feel like if i don't sleep then the next day i'll have to take a morning nap which, which is even worse than just like you know sleeping well during the night um but yeah so so you know, looking at how bad it is to not have adequate sleep, um, do you have any tips for how to sleep better?
0: I unfortunately, I don't think I'm the best at giving advice because I usually sleep like at three plus or four AM in the morning, <laughs> due to the nature of my freelance work. But um, I think if you one thing that you should definitely try to do is having a consistent sleep schedule. Be it like twelve, you sleeping at twelve every single day and wake up at eight. It definitely helps. And one thing about making up sleep in the afternoon is that you often find yourself not being able to sleep at night. I don't know whether that's the issue for a majority of people, but this is a situation where I face. Sometimes if, like for example, if I survive only on three hours of sleep, then I decide to nap after that. Then after I nap for maybe two to three hours, I cannot sleep at night.
1: Yeah, I think that's a problem that a lot of people face. Um, So I think for me personally, I have a pretty consistent sleep schedule. I'll go to bed by 1130 and then I'm up at 730 every day. Um, And so I, I try to maintain this by I think just sticking to it consistently will just automatically The melatonin levels will just help you get sleepy by eleven thirty. But I think before I got into this, something that I did to help me sleep better was definitely to avoid using screens before bed. And I know this is super tough because a lot of us do resort to, or I think a lot of us take that extra little time laying in bed as a chance to just catch up on social media before we sleep. But I don't think we realize how much that affects our um, our rest at night um, because I, I think how it works is the melatonin that we produce is reduced when we look at electronic devices and so because of that you can't really get proper rest and so I think that's definitely one way to get adequate rest
0: Holy, holy that's like, yeah I, I do agree that definitely to cut down on uh, screen time before I'm one who, who always like have very high screen time before I sleep. Actually, high screen time across the day. I don't even think I leave my (laughs) computer or like my phone for a large period of time. So sometimes I do have difficulty sleeping. But what are some ways where you would advise me to like maybe reduce my screen time? What can I do like maybe 30 minutes before I sleep?
1: Mm, that's a good question like i i definitely think it's a good idea to maybe read a book or do activities that are generally less stimulating to the brain so i think you know when you look at a screen or generally i think if you take social media you are constantly your brain is constantly activated by all the content that's you know that you're being bombarded with on that screen, and so yeah, maybe um, reading a book. Maybe if you if you meditate, that's really good. So things that just generally prep you to rest and, and to be more calm, I think, is, is a good option. And I think if you do it repeatedly, after a while, when you do that activity, your brain is primed to think, oh, it's time to go to bed. Whereas if you look at your screen, that's not really... Your brain won't be primed to think it's, it's time to go to bed because generally you look at screens when you're working or studying or things like that. So it thinks it needs to be active. Do you, uh, do you understand?
0: Yes, I get yeah. It. But
1: I think that those are some things that you can do.
0: But from my perspective, right, uh your brain is still gonna be active even if you do not like use screen time. Mm. Like for example, maybe you read a book, your brain goes into hyperactive mode. Or like maybe you study. I mean you I would liken reading a book to like reading your lecture notes. It's the same effect where I mean it stimulates your brain the more you think, the more you cannot sleep.
1: But I think there's there's different types of books. Like, I, I think if you read, like, a story or, like, fiction or something of that sort, then I think your brain is more relaxed. But what, whereas you're right, if you if you read nonfiction, you're going to be thinking about it and you're going to be more active. And I think these general rules, I think, differ by person. person. Like you said, you know, you get more... Activated when you read books. I think I personally don't. So I, I think w- with all of these things as like general rules, and there's obviously people with exceptions. But yeah, I think s- just not looking at your screen is a good start. And and I've heard um people say don't look at it thirty minutes before bed. So maybe that's something you can try.
0: i uh, know something I heard too. Then another thing that I uh, tried before is like um. Uh, just looking out at the window, you know, like like in peace. Looking yeah. at the greenery.
1: Yeah. Have you tried it?
0: I tried it, but I was too worried.
1: <laughs> but did you fall asleep after that?
0: No. My mind just went blank. No, no, <laughs> I, I just went what, what people will expect. Yes, once your mind goes blank, then you will want to sleep. But for me, that was starting about other things. So I'm sure it doesn't work out for me.
1: Um mm-hmm, yeah that that's true
0: ah, that's so unfortunate. yeah <laughs> going back to healthy thing like how can you like ensure that we uh, engage in healthy eating? One thing that I thought of is like maybe we, we could cook our own meals like meal prep mm-hmm. Would you ever like meal prep when you go out to the workforce?
1: Yeah, I think I will definitely meal prep. I, I think you just with cooking I think the biggest obstacle is chopping up vegetables and all the prep that comes before actually putting things into the pan and and doing your like one pot meal or whatever so i think if you can just like create a a bridge through that obstacle or whatever then then it's so much easier for you to just jump right into it and and get your meal ready so i think meal prepping is a really good way to do that and i think it also allows you to control your portion ensure you get all the nutrients you need and things like that because you're thinking about this so far in advance so i'm a big advocate for meal prepping and that's something that i'll definitely do in the future what about you
0: uh, meal prep is something that i probably won't consider unless i have a partner and maybe my partner wants to meal prep also because ultimately i feel that if it feels like less effort if you want to meal prep for two people because like one person prepping when you prep it you can prepare just two portions and your partner can benefit from it too but if it's alone it's something that i wouldn't do i guess
1: Okay, so um, how do you have any advice on how to maintain a healthy eating lifestyle without uh, meal prepping? Are you going to come home and cook after working?
0: I think one thing that you can consider taking uh, up how to be more healthy is definitely uh, knowing what you are eating. So mm-hmm. for example, you can eat, take up more balanced diet so McDonald's is definitely not by, uh, or any fast food for that matter is definitely not uh, a balanced diet. So as Small Vikram has mentioned just now, so maybe you need to have veggie and then have fruits in your meals. I think that's one way you can uh, ensure that you are having a healthier diet. Not necessarily the healthiest, but at least it is healthy and relatively.
1: Yeah, uh, and I think obviously some basic things are to avoid sugary drinks and snacks I know that's something that especially students in university, struggle with a lot like I think just because of how easy it is to get like a coke or a sprite or um a packet of chips I think we all just spring for convenience and and we are constantly consuming an alarming amount of sugary drinks and snacks so that's one and then I would also say it's important to stay hydrated um I, I think that's another thing that we don't pay as much attention to as much as maybe what you eat
0: uh talk- on the topic of like uh, sugary drinks yeah, the temptation is so real. When I was interning, my colleagues, I mean, colleagues in the 20s would definitely always be like, hey, let's grab a bubble tea after our lunch. And this is like, oh my God, so, so common. And not only that, like when eating with my classmates from school, they'll, whenever we are eating together, they'll always order a drink with it. And one thing that you can do to stay healthy is, why not just drink plain water? Yeah. In, in offices and in schools there's always the water dispenser if you run out of water so it, that's always an option it's not like uh, you have an excuse it's like oh my god there's no water dispenser or something there is and that's something that you should consider if you are looking to uh, be help- more healthy not I mean maybe at the start you can cut down on it so maybe like limit yourself to three sugary drinks a week but am not asking you to cut out completely but,
1: yeah. Yeah, and I think that ties in really well with, you know, the concept of staying hydrated as well. Um, it's, it's beneficial for you to consume water, definitely over sugary drinks, so maybe you can bring small incremental changes on a weekly basis and then switch to water. Um, yeah, so other than healthy eating and sleep obviously exercise is important as well so um do you have any tips on how to on on what one can do to exercise regularly
0: i think one way where you can uh, exercise regularly is uh you know there are 10 minutes workout available online right so uh you can follow those 10 minutes workout yes they may not be the best workout but it's 10 minutes. You can still get your daily dose of some exercise in. I think that's a very good start. Because you don't have to commit to maybe running like 2km, 3km, which will definitely take a much more significant amount of time because you still have to prepare to get out of your house and then getting into your uh sports shoes and stuff like that. But uh, on the other hand, you can also try out games like uh there are, there are definitely a lot of games where you can exercise too like those dancing games or uh, exercise related games those are also games uh, those are also like games where it gets you fit and gets you moving
1: yeah I, I agree I completely agree I think with um exercising regularly one thing that we all don't like is getting out of our comfort space of our home and, and changing into workout clothes and workout shoes and leaving and it's so con- time consuming that we just justify it by saying oh we don't have time we don't have time from our busy schedules to do this so I, I completely agree with you know doing like home workouts or activities that are you know make you move and, and, and yeah just exercise um, but also, I think uh, on a daily basis, some something else that we can do is just take the stairs. I think it's a good cardio activity and, and there's stair alternatives in every building. And and I'm not saying climb, like, 26 floors, but you, you can climb, like, one or two and then take the lift, you know. It's just a quick way to uh, keep yourself fit.
0: I, I think that's a good suggestion, like, for you can always take the lift to like what uh maybe you live on twenty sixth floor, you take the lift to twenty third, twenty-fourth floor, then you work out the remaining number of steps. Exactly. <laughs> That's a very good idea.
1: Yeah. Um, and then something else that I've also heard is if you do want to, you know, go out and work out, it's always good to have a workout buddy or someone to do it with you because they they kind of hold you accountable to your um Goal of working out, say every once every week or something, because they have to do it as well. And I think it's it's also fun when you don't have to do it alone. uh Have you have you ever had like a workout buddy? Have you gone gymming with someone?
0: I haven't gone workout with uh, other people before, but I do understand that uh having a workout buddy would definitely ensure that you're on the right track when it comes to exercising. Because I mean, uh, you don't want to feel bad for like uh, abandoning your partner, right? So yeah. if you're, I mean, if you're arranged to uh, go out, out together to work out today, then at least there's someone to keep you committed. There's someone to keep you accountable.
1: Exactly, exactly. Yeah, I feel the same way. Um, and, and, and yeah, I think generally just because you, it takes the, like you're, you're not doing it alone. And I think that's like just another huge motivation to go do it. You know, it's also counted as like, oh, I'm meeting a friend. And and I think that's just makes it more um, enjoyable for certain people.
0: Yeah. And at the same time, y'all, when you all are tired, you all can push each other. So like pushing each other not to give up, pushing out to continue. Maybe like you all decide to run a 5KM by 4KM mark. You are like I'm um, too tired, but your workout body can be like pushing you along for the last one KM and encouraging you along the way. Because ultimately encouragement goes a long way.
1: Yeah, I, I completely agree.
0: Yeah, I, I think uh ending I think we can end off this session today. So we have talked about healthy eating, uh talk about having sufficient sleep and also talked talking about exercising. So which of these uh do you think an individual should work on, like start working on first, if they have not started working on any of them?
1: Um that's a bit tough to say, but I think uh personally i would say start with eating healthy i think uh i personally believe that eating healthy contributes a a lot to your mental well-being and then from mental well-being you can you know start exercising regularly and then sleep will sleep is also something i honestly i feel like they're all pretty important but um i would say okay i would say healthy eating and sleep are the most important what about you
0: i would think sleep is the easiest to get started with i mean uh the barriers to getting started in terms of all of them uh, exercising is definitely the high, highest uh, while well, healthy living is something that since we are eating every single day uh, is something that we can easily make a commitment to then as for sleeping is because uh, trying to sleep at a consistent time every day is something that I think is much more easier to achieve while for exercising it's something that we have to go out of our way to do because normally it's not in our daily stuff of activities so you have to especially Take the effort to do it which is what makes me think that exercising is the hardest so one thing we can do is definitely start from either sleeping consistently or healthy eating so healthy eating as in not just meal prep from the first moment but taking the small steps towards healthier and healthier diet
1: yeah that makes sense so yeah i think that's that about sums it up for this episode um Thanks for listening and stay tuned for our next episode next Friday. Bye-bye.
0: Bye-bye.